Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Choose what's best for you. Joshua 24 and verse 15 says, But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. One of the most common life's experiences is making choices. We do it every day, sometimes unwittingly. We choose to who to marry. We choose which college to attend. We choose to save and invest. We choose to do drugs. We choose political parties. In Ukraine, we see instances of women who choose to stay behind and fight rather than run. Right now, you've chosen to listen to me. Implicitly, it is not about the actual choosing. It is more like, what's in it for me? The class clown makes the choice to act stupid in the class because he likes the attention. That's what he wants. Well, today we are going to look at three versions of choices, and at the end, you will make a choice. The first instance was a scene in the history of the nation of Israel. Joshua had successfully led them in taking possession of the promised land, and he was about to step down as leader. He called the whole nation to an event where he gave a great speech about choices. He made the case of asking them to look at their lives from the days of their forefathers, but he focused more on their history since they left Egypt. Who brought you here? He suggested that some people would believe that it was the various gods they learned about, gods that they saw other people worshipping, or maybe it is God himself. Joshua was not saying anything new, but on that day he challenged the nation to make a choice of who they will serve. The wise old man presented a strange picture. You could choose the either the gods from way back in your nation's history, traditions, customs, our history informs us and helps us to determine the future. That's a good option. Or you could choose the more modern gods that you've seen people in this country serve. Why be tied to your past? Let us go for contemporary, progressive, and modern. That is the wise thing to do. Third choice, Joshua said, me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Option three sets the stage for the second scenario. Three young men are forced to live in a foreign country, but not before they were schooled in the religion of Jehovah God in their home country. In this new homeland, they had an interesting experience. The government had built a massive golden statue and placed it in the center of the city. A simple requirement was made. When they heard the great orchestra starting to play a special song, Everybody must bow down and pay respect to the statue. Pretty simple, right? Except the head of the government made it mandatory, and should anyone refuse to bow, they will be executed by death in a furnace of raging flames. Remember option three that Joshua chose? These foreign boys decided to go against the simple choice that every wise person eventually made, bow or die. That's a no-brainer, really, but not so for these young men who saw things differently. To bow is to renounce their life's choice of serving God, and they couldn't. 
they wouldn't do that. Well, they were hauled before the king and he tried to give them one last chance because he really liked these guys. They said, a long time ago, we chose to serve God. And that choice tells us not to bow to anyone or anything else. We choose to not bow. And we're willing to accept the consequence, especially because we believe our living God will save us from execution by fire. But even if he does not, we are satisfied in our final decision. We will not bow. That's it. They were thrown in the furnace, but miraculously the God they served delivered them. True story. They survived the fire without even smelling of fire. And oh, their God showed up in the fire with them. The third scenario has to do with Jesus and his people, the Jewish leaders. He was arrested and was about to be executed, but the governor, Pilate, gave the crowd one final choice. This was the most obvious of choices. Jesus was the innocent prisoner, or Barabbas, the career criminal who was already in prison. Pilate was hoping that good sense would prevail, after all. Who, f who wants a criminal as their hero? To his surprise, the people chose Barabbas, the criminal, the prisoner. But look again. They did not choose Barabbas for noble reasons. They chose him because they did not want Jesus. Very often we make choices in that regard. I don't want to be the odd man in the office, so I go with the crowd to the bar and drink alcohol like everyone else. I hate alcohol. But if I don't do it, if I don't go along with the crowd, I risk being ostracized from the crowd. Today, I'm inviting you to make a choice, like the two thieves who were crucified with Jesus. I could ridicule Jesus, the man who had done no wrong, but who was in the same dilemma as me. What good was it to be a good person and end up here on a cross? The other guy saw things differently. He saw that moment as his last chance to get right with God. That's it. You know that serving God is the right thing, but you've lived an opposite life up until now. Last chance to make it right. This guy asked Jesus to accept him even at this 11th hour. That thief received a promise from Jesus of a place in heaven. My friend, I am begging you to make the right choice. Choose Jesus today, right now.